Hi all. We welcome you back to our MSc podcast series, The Many Aspects of Financial Inclusion. In this episode, we'll be talking about democratizing financial technology. The financial services ecosystem has been transforming like never never before. We are looking at innovative tech and products that are bringing banking solutions to the bottom of the pyramid using human-centered designs. And behind all the new disruptive products that are now emerging, we discover the work of fintechs, especially startups, that quietly provide the infrastructure necessary for the most innovative financial solutions to get off the ground and become a reality. Playing the role of enablers, these fintechs are continually creating new products and processes and renewing the old legacy solutions. In this episode, we welcome two special people who are catalyzing this change in their own innovative ways. Our first speaker, Sanjay Jain, brings over 30 years of rich experience building tech-based solutions for greater inclusion. From leading teams in bringing solutions across various layers of India's stack, he has played a key role in building products such as Aadhaar and UPI, which have been pivotal in India's digital journey. Currently, he works as a partner at Bharat Innovation Fund to support IP-led innovation in India and abroad. Welcome, Sanjay. Uh, thank you. Pleasure to be um, here. Thank you, Sanjay. Our next speaker is Pavan Adipuram, founder and CEO of Chitmunks, a blockchain-backed savings and borrowings platform. Pavan brings over 15 years of experience in IT project management and product-based and technology-based product development. He also has worked on multiple payment-based pro projects focused primarily on payment gateways and financial transaction systems. Welcome, Pavan. Thank you, Anshu. My pleasure is mine too. Thanks, Pavan. And it's a pleasure to have you both after so many months together. So to begin, I'll, I'll begin with you, Sanjay. Uh, uh, you have seen the financial ecosystem transforming in India and abroad through digital revolution. How would you compare the progress of this tech-based growth between India and others? So, Anshul, uh, as you know, India has done very well on digital transformation, particularly when it comes to inclusion. Uh, you know, we start out with the digital ID, we have digital payments, easy KYC, customer onboarding, and so on, provided through nationally available low-cost infrastructure. Uh, and, you know, this is part of the India stack, which has enabled the creation of these infrastructures to reduce the cost of serving our users wherever they may be. And so we have seen that happen over the last 10 years. I think this ecosystem has taken off. And, uh, you know, for example, in digital payments, we just did over 3 billion transactions on UPI last month. Uh, and, you know, my understanding is this puts us up in the leaders of digital payments around the world. But what brings me hope more than UPI is actually many other payment systems that go by uh, very unnoticed, whether it is the Aadhaar-enabled payment system, which is the de facto ATM for uh, rural uh, India and Tier 2, Tier 3, uh, or the IMPS, which is the default mechanism for remittance. Uh, all of these payment systems also have seen significant growth over the last uh, five to six years, and which has enabled a massive digitization of money throughout the country. And this solid infrastructure has basically allowed 
it's sort of the basis on which a lot of our fintechs are set up so that they can go out and service these customers at a lower cost than was possible before. And this is leading to significant financial inclusion. Having said that, I think, you know, India as a country, we are very large, we are very diverse. Uh, the needs of our people are very different. Uh, I mean, it's a question of whether it is languages or other local contexts or our technology understanding and fitting into their business processes. There is a lot of distance for us to cover. And on that front, I think we still have a long way to go. Uh, you asked me about comparing it with other countries. Other countries are much less diverse. Uh, but on the other hand, they haven't yet seen the kind of infrastructure that we have in India as the India stack. So I would say that when I, when I go around the world, we, uh, you know, as a part of financial inclusion conversations, I find that we are very strong on the infrastructure piece and we have done a lot and you're making great progress. But then I think on the use cases and the innovation, we probably, I think, need to do more. And uh, that's where I'm hoping that, you know, what we're doing through the FI lab will play a big role. And what Pawan's doing here, I think, is also acting as an enabler. I think all very good signs, and I'm very, very positive and bullish. Uh, thanks, Sanjay. And thanks for, you know, putting this in perspective about not only India, but also but the countries abroad. On that note, um, I'll switch to uh, you, Pawan. As a fintech entrepreneur, uh, what role do you think enablers like yours are playing in further democratizing financial solutions with the use of blockchain technology? How is it improving the overall process and efficiency of financial services at multiple fronts? Uh, thanks again, Anshul. Um, see, the question of uh, using emerging technologies like blockchain uh, for uh, enabling financial inclusion part of it, right? Uh, that's exactly where we are fitting in, basically. Uh, we believe, uh, see, a lot of financial services in India today, uh, if you see, is kind of revolving around credit, right? I mean, giving money to the customers uh, or enabling the financial uh, payment systems like what Sanjay was talking about, right? I mean. We built a huge infrastructure called UPI and uh, many other, uh, you know, uh, uh, services like other enabled payment systems and all, which are which are still yet to take uh, take uh, take at its uh, primary, uh, you know, uh, scale. But uh, if you look at it from that perspective, we have built the financial services. Uh, we have built the payment enabled uh, so solutions already, and and uh, many other offerings are built around uh, giving credit to these uh, customers. Right? I mean. Uh, uh, how we can actually in use uh, technology like blockchain uh, uh, to to the to to help increase the financial in, financial inclusion, especially uh, from the bottom of the pyramid and the middle of the pyramid, right? Uh, where people are actually used to do chit funds, right? That is exactly where we come into picture. Uh, we believe uh, foundational technologies like blockchain helps us to create the trust. I mean, see, financial services is all about bringing the trust into the ecosystem. Um, uh, all the financial services which we are talking about, whether it is uh, old banks or uh, the new generation neo banks or the uh, you know financial service, SME, I mean, SME lenders who are, who are playing the role in this uh, ecosystem, all play the role of trust, right? Now, uh, with that kind of trust, I mean, can there be a programmable trust? That is what we, we come from. That is where, that is the philosophy through which we have thought about using blockchain in the chip fund space. 
and um, i would say uh, uh, we are definitely uh, first phase successful i mean i would say we have implemented that successfully in telangana already and um, the entire state of telangana operations are run on our blockchain uh, you know, platform which is uh, very much used across the state of telangana and um, uh, but but again there's a long way to go uh, we just started off uh, we 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 enabled the foundation to uh, start this uh, you know building the trust in this space and now the next steps of you know adding other financial services into this space and enabling the end to end uh, uh, financial uh, inclusion part right i mean taking it to the chief and customer part of it also it, now we are we have done the uh, government and the chief and uh, regulation piece and the regulation piece is kind of taken care of now we have to bring out on the subscriber management also into this space and um, that's where we believe uh, uh, this is a very beautiful use case i mean if india is actually looking at implementing a, a private blockchain or i would say i mean looking at implementing blockchain without cryptocurrency also um, this is a very beautiful use case is what we believe in great thanks for that pavan um uh i will go back to you sanjay uh, taking you cue from what pavan said uh, programmable trust so if we were to flip the coin uh, towards the policy makers and regulators uh and with the context of these fintechs building these unique products like what pavan is uh, how do we see the policy makers and and regulators enabling this you know to make it more inclusive yeah so uh, thanks anshul for that uh, so clearly uh, you know fintechs are about trust and trust comes from multiple sources one of the sources of trust you know as pawan mentioned was the technology itself was providing ways in which the technology assures the users that certain uh, aspects of it can never be changed or certain uh, rules are in place but on the other side the other source of trust comes from regulation where the regulator is uh, ensures that they are out there to make sure that the interests of the users are taken care of and that uh, in case there's any uh, issues that they will step in and provide appropriate recourse to the users and so the those are the two sources of trust that exist and so certainly that's one of the roles that regulators play is to provide that enabling ecosystem where they can assure the users that their interest will be looked after and within that context they provide mechanisms under which they regulate the players who are actually providing these services and then for the players it is there's a comfort that compliance is well defined and can be managed and they can focus on looking after the interests of their users and building their business out in a, as ethical a manner as possible so i think that's what the role the regulator plays is to define bring in one source of trust define clear rules and regulations that enable businesses to operate and as a result uh, enable the businesses to then go focus on their business issues right and that is the uh, thing that they play so that's one of the enabling roles that a regulator or a policy maker brings in the other place where i think they can play a significant role is in building the necessary infrastructure that would then enable the outreach uh, uh, to the end customer in better ways because we know that to service our uh, uh, people we can't depend on physical branches everywhere that's just too expensive and so i think uh, getting us to be 
Uh, and as a result, if the regulations are such that they require uh, physical uh, touch or documents and what have you, then that will become a blocker for some of these innovations. And so they have to make sure that uh, uh, digital documents, transactions, conversations are all acceptable as a part of um, our uh, regulatory requirements. And in turn, that may need infrastructure to make sure that they can be trustworthy and so on. So I think that's one of the biggest roles that from a building perspective, I see that the regulators and policymakers have to do is ensure that the underlying infrastructure for digital transactions is in place. And I think uh, we have seen that happen. And uh, so that one thing I would say. The uh, other thing is that almost everything that we talk about uh, from the India stack perspective, just to repeat, uh, the thought has been to make sure it is available and benefits everyone. And that's really the uh, that thinking on how to make it inclusive, how to service all our people, I think has gone in there. And we continue to see regulators and policymakers focused on how these new technologies will end up benefiting people at the bottom of the pyramid. And uh, I think uh, that uh, as long as that continues, I'm quite hopeful that we'll get to the right results. Very encouraging the subject from coming from you who's already looking at the ecosystem and catalyzing the changes there, especially in the Indian context. Uh, coming to you, Pawan, at a more microscopic level, what kind of support, uh, you know, taking Sanjay's cues, what kind of support should startups like yours get for developing these products and improving the access of financial services for the next billion Indians in the, in the coming few years? What's your opinion on that? Sure. Uh, thanks, Andrew. See, um, if you look at it from the support system, what the government can do, right? I mean, like uh, what um, you know, Sanjay said is keeping the uh, building the infrastructure required to support the ecosystem is one part, and uh, building the trust by by bringing the right partners into the play is another important piece, right? Um, now, the third piece of the puzzle, which uh, according to me again coming from a place of uh, using emerging technologies like blockchain again, I would say in, in blockchain world, uh, see the, the code, the code is the new law, okay? If you say uh, uh, the, the entire purpose of bringing blockchain is about uh, disintermediation and decentralization part, right? Now, any, any such service which can be given in a completely disintermediate way, which mean, means to say that there should be some laws which help the platform developers, which help the government also to govern it in such a direction, right? I mean, um, now we are talking about programmable trust. We are talking about code being the law, which means to say, see, uh, gone are those days where the laws used to be made in terms of, uh, I mean, you just come up with one kind of an amendment to an act or a law, and then implementing the law is always left to the state governments or any any particular body, right? I mean, that is the approach which has been taken for quite long time, right? Now, now when we are thinking technology, right? Now, we have to also keep in mind that, you know, there's a lot more things are possible with technology. Now, defining the process of technology to an extent is absolutely 
most important i mean if there i think we have people like sanjay and um, nandan and many 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 people at the at the government level they have access to who can actually play that role in forming the uh, rules right i mean so how can we move fast right because see without without uh, making the code as the law i think the progress in terms of uh, scaling the blockchain solutions is going to be very very tough okay i mean uh, i can i can simply build a four lane road and then uh, all of them are meeting into a single road doesn't make sense right i mean it, if it all goes back to that road that road and then everybody is waiting in line to pass the road uh, which is which which i can which you can probably uh, relate it to kind of a bureaucratic thing most of the times right so i mean all said and done i think we have a we have a constitution to follow we have we are, all of that has come from lot of experience right i mean all the laws which are actually um, you know are enforced now all the thought process which are behind those implementation of those laws have come from lot of thought process but one thing we need to keep in mind is all of that came when technology was really back back right i mean where uh, we were using telegrams to communicate urgent messages now we are using status in whatsapp or we are creating short short videos right i mean it is it we have come a long way now how the government should play in this kind of a environment right what i'm saying is simple keep this keep this mantra in mind saying that the code is the new law it is not just a statement which you are going to make a tell that you know hey go and wear mask in the public places yo no i mean of course in a physical in in, in environment how do you implement that it is very difficult in a country like india like what uh, sanjay was talking right we are a very diverse country diversity di- di- i mean diversity in the ca- in country like india is big right so now when government is forming new laws now we, now we are also expecting a new regulations to come from the uh, crypto also right i mean uh, many of us were actually waiting to hear you know what would be the new regulations coming in the crypto world right how is india going to see crypto at this point of time it is all the more uh you know will make sense if if you are thinking that as the mantra the code is the new law right i mean if you keep that in mind and if we form any regulation any any implementation i think we'll do much better and uh players like us will will be able to play a bigger role right i mean um with lot of a passion and the and the investment from from our own side in terms of uh, spending uh lots of lots of hours to build the technology to Uh, push the financial inclusion uh, should not stop because you know that is not been decided something has not been decided right i would say i think that would be one on one and only single ask from uh, players like me at least if you ask me um, they should always think that you know apart from building the infrastructure and giving the access to everybody they should also think about bringing code as the law that's it i mean the, how do we do it i think the, the best brains can sit together and do it and um, we are here to implement it great great i'll just touch upon that uh, thin code that you you know mentioned in terms of funding and support so how do you look at the funding opportunities for startups pavan uh, for startups that are of your caliber futuristic technologies and all how do you look at that i think see funding um, i mean i uh, when we started our journey we always felt who will fund us uh, whether it will really be a tough place to in this space and all um, but naturally what we realized is right i think money is not a problem anyway i mean i think it's all about uh, uh, showing the right use case right product fit product market fit and uh, and uh, things like you know the governance part of it right i mean uh, uh, but i think 
investors are there and uh, i mean i have seen uh, i mean we have raised funding and uh, that means to say that's a validation that you know there are some set of investors who are definitely uh, looking forward to uh, who still have continue to have faith that you know this can happen and this can change the way things will work uh, that is a good sign and i am not just me i'm sure i think um, i think the uh, the latest news in the a blockchain and crypto part right i mean today we have seen uh, another unicorn coming out uh, uh, of the crypto space right i mean i think emerging technologies financial inclusion uh, whatever you call i think uh, it's all about the product market fit and uh, and of course a little bit of faith also uh, on on the on how the processes are going to evolve money is there anshul and i i definitely uh, believe that uh, once we achieve some critical stage and all uh, in in our journey everybody's journey right i think uh, uh, money will be there it will be uh, we will get the money at the right point of time that's what i believe in great great to know this pavan and thanks for the uplifting sentiment here about investing in all sanjay if i were to switch to you and uh, if i were to request you to wear your vc hat and and put down the regulators you know uh, advisory hat that you have been wearing so successfully over the past few years according to you and the investor peer circle that you see what has been the kind of enthusiasm about funding new technologies i mean i know coin dcx and falcon x have kind of achieved that sort of very recently i mean in fact yesterday but in general what do you see as a sentiment about this uh, new futuristic technologies and how do we see the unicorns thriving and what would be our future expect your future expectation as, as a vc about these about these companies and these technologies so uh, so anshul uh, basically my we are, we, you know, we come from a very simple uh, philosophy right i mean if there's a business that's going to do well it should be able to attract investors and so from a, a vc hat perspective that's what we do we evaluate businesses on fundamentals in terms of uh, what value they're creating what value they give to their customers how are they able to extract value in return uh, for themselves and how that grows and if we see that doing well or how that will grow in the future and technology plays a big role because uh, typically today you need that technology to be able to create that product to distribute it to get it right uh, and so on right all of that is today uh, very very technology intensive processes that we have so uh, so technology plays a huge role and if we are able to find companies that show the promise of what they're doing right now or overall uh, that are evolving in that direction then they get early stage capital that's the stage we play unicorns typically come at a much later stage and once you know these companies go past a certain stage uh, then we find the larger pools of capital coming in that look at the proof points that are established in the early stages and uh, you know come in with the larger checks that then become fuel for those startups to grow and so if you see a large funding round for a unicorn it uh, uh, which creates a unicorn you see two things one is that the money that is being pumped in is actually fuel to help it grow and on the other side it is also that somebody is recognize the promise of that business and that their metrics are showing them that it that growth is both uh, possible and that this is the business to do it and so their investors you know, as investors we tend to be very bullish uh, on these kinds of things and so i think what you are seeing in india over the last few years is the businesses have come into being they're able to serve these customers uh, investors are seeing that the metrics are working 
and hence the bigger checks and bigger ticket sizes are coming in and all of those is fuel that's going to help it grow and uh, and uh, much of it is based on good technology good implementations uh, which are powering the entire uh, business operations of these companies so uh, i would say we are very bullish right now yeah totally totally understand your optimism and the way you've built the lab as well sanjay so on that note uh, thanks a lot both of you uh, but before i part because it's been a pleasure you know talking to you any parting thoughts sanjay anything you would like to tell the startups or the ecosystem players in general any any last two three words two three lines you would like to say yeah like i said earlier i mean this is really about uh, startups focusing on the fundamentals on the user they want to serve on the value they mm-hmm. want to deliver to that user and in return getting a fair share of that value back as their own revenue and once you basically get this fundamental right and you're able to demonstrate that this can scale from a small number of users to a large number of users the money will come right i mean and that's what we keep telling all our companies is that let's get the basic business right and uh, and as early stage we see that's what we look for right is exactly those pieces is how do you make that happen and so i would tell all startups to go out there and look at that look at how they can differentiate from their competition how they can uh, build uh, interesting new ways to service the user and uh, you know there'll be enough people to support them thank you so much sanjay for those kind words and uh, words of encouragement to our startups and ecosystem in general pavan any any last few uh, lines you would like to say uh, the only thing right i mean um, coming from uh, the again uh, see i will look at it from the financial inclusion space and and uh, if i like especially uh, how it helped and helped us in terms of you know uh, to look at the value the fundamentals like what sanjay was talking sanjay has always been great in terms of uh, propagating those things right i mean look at the fundamentals watch your fundamentals find out you know what works what does not work that is the thing right and um, uh and from the, the technology perspective uh, uh from what kind of technology we are using in terms of uh, building this space uh, so sometimes it it, ca- it comes to a place where you know um, it always takes the, I mean, most of the times product always take the back 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 seat right i mean the offering is more important what kind of uh, offering we are giving it to the customer uh, is it really helping the customer or not um is it really going to improve the uh, uh, either the trust part or the efficiency part or the uh, in terms of money part right are they are we saving money for them are we uh, you know increasing their efficiency are we building additional trust right these are the things which we look for always and uh, sometimes it gets tough um, i think the perseverance is the only word i mean i've learned i've learned the true meaning of perseverance only when i started this company so it has been uh, you know a journey of perseverance for me and uh, it's continuing and uh, i'm enjoying the journey um, every day is a le- new learning and uh, uh, thanks to people like sanjay fi lab and all of you at uh, msc and uh, cie uh, you guys have been really helpful in terms of uh, building what we believe in uh, is the most important piece in the financial inclusion space and thank you for everyone thank you again thanks a lot pavan thanks a lot sanjay thanks for joining in and you know giving us your pearls of wisdom uh, we hope uh, sanjay you get many more such fintechs like pavans to invest in and mentor and pavan uh, from your perspective and from my perspective i hope you know you can build so many more technologies and please don't make coding the law because 
uh, I mean, I mean, generally because I know many people in India are not very good at coding, so uh, we have to build that skill still. But yeah, absolutely, I mean, point taken, and hopefully, we'll produce more many unicorns in the. And so many people in India are not good, not good at even implementing the law also. So, but we are still living, right? So we don't have to worry. <laughs> True. True that. Yeah. True that. Uh, thank you, Pawan. Yeah, Anshul, thank you. Okay. Thank you, Anshul. Thank you very much.